Every day, a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward, building wealth faster than most dream possible, almost like they have the Midas touch. On Breakaway Wealth, we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd, thinking big and building wealth on our own terms. And now let's join our host, the creator of Create Tailwind, and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm Jim Oliver, your host, and I'm really excited to have a couple of guys on. Actually, a, a father and son, and uh, working with my son in, in this business of Create Tailwind, not this podcast, but the business that we have, Create Tailwind. I always like to talk to father-son um, teams or people that collaborate. So I've got D. Chad Clark and Gavin Clark. Welcome, guys. How's it going? Hey, Jim. How are you? I'm great today, man. I'm in Florida. The sun is shining. It's, uh, you know, 80 degrees. I, I like that I'm kind of becoming a, um, a little bit of a wimp when it comes to the cold because <laughs> yesterday it was, it was about 77 and I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you I had a jacket on. So <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> how's it up there? Is the weather okay? It's It's been absolutely beautiful uh, in the mid fifties, Jim. Louisville, yeah. Kentucky has some, has some fun weather. Uh, it's the only place where you can get sunburned and frostbitten in the same week. So. I like that. <laughs> they used to say in Denver, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. Uh, so <laughs> I like that one too. All right, guys. Well, you guys are in the real estate space and um, tell us uh, first, just tell us a little bit about you guys personally, just uh, whoever wants to go first. Sure. Uh, this is D. Chad Clark. Um, so I spent uh, most of my career uh, growing business for major corporations. Uh, I've had some phenomenal mentors in my life and one of them encouraged me to step out on my own. Uh, I started a sales consulting company where I taught businesses how to sell what they had, um, did a lot of contract negotiation, uh, market positioning, uh, and, and was able to help multiple small businesses grow tremendously. Uh, and then from that, transitioned from uh, coaching other businesses to really focus on growing our company, uh, which is Integrity Solutions. Uh, where we buy and sell off-market real estate. Um, and we do that for a select group of investors to really feed their portfolio, to help them grow their generational wealth. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that, that's a little bit about me. Gavin? Yeah, I'm Gavin Clark. Uh, I'm 19. Uh, before this, I was doing a year of uh, pre-engineering at JCTC. And then back in May, I decided to flip my first house and that went really well. So I flipped another one and then started working with my dad. And now we work together. That's awesome. Gavin, I love that you're 19. And, um, you know, I, I'm 55. So when I was a kid, you know, you were taught to go to school, get a job, work hard, save money, yep. all of these things that honestly just aren't really the isn't the path to prosperity or abundance. And, so we were taught wrong, and it's cool that at 19 years old, you're being taught the right path by your pops, and that's uh, I, I commend you guys for that. That's really cool. Thank you very yeah. much. We're trying our best. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, Jim Gavin is actually the, the oldest of uh, our 10 children, um, and we, we homeschool, and we teach entrepreneurship and hard work and character uh, at our house. It is, a, uh, it is definitely different than the education that most of us receive. 
How many kids did you say? Uh, just just 10, just 10. Uh, we've got <laughs> five boys and five girls from uh, 19 down to six. Um, and I think between all of them, I think they've started about 15 or 16 different little companies so far. Wow. And it's a, it's a blast at the house. There's never a dull moment. I can imagine. And I'm, I'm glad you guys are in Kentucky and not New York because you would not be able to have Thanksgiving with everybody. You'd have to, <laughs> you'd have to exclude three of you. You can only have, you can't have, you have to have less than 10. So. <laughs> yeah. So our, our governor has issued a mandate of eight or fewer. And so what we've decided to do, um, you know, it's, it's a works-based game. So we're just going to have all of our kids make a, make a, make a dish and whoever makes the worst dish gets cut and has to eat out. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah. We won't, you know, I could go on and on about the silliness of some of these governors, but we'll go on to what is really exciting. What's really happening. So how'd you get into real estate D Chad? Um, So I had a a friend of mine. Um, I was finishing up a a contract with a large uh, industrial client that I had uh, negotiated a, a lot of big deals for those guys and uh, was just really praying through what what our next step should be as a family. And uh, a friend of mine invited me to to participate with him and ask for some coaching on a couple of little uh, real estate transactions that he had and uh, was super intrigued by it. Uh, I wasn't familiar with off-market real estate. Um you know, all I kept hearing is there's no good deals out there. There's no good deals out there. And, and what I learned from that is there's no good deals out there for you because you're only used to using traditional means to find real estate deals. Um, so as I started looking at the business and observing, um, I just saw tremendous levels of opportunity uh, to help, you know, build our family's generational wealth and to help other families build their generational wealth. So that's, a, that's really how I got kicked off in this game. You know, I love that. And something that you just said is, you know, one of the things that I tell people this all the time that, you know, I'm in Southwest Florida, so there's a lot of snowbirds and uh, there's so many storage facilities down here. It would uh, just make your head spin. And every time that I go buy one, if I've got time, I stop. And if there's anybody there who owns it, can I get their number? You know, and all I want to know is you want to sell this, right? Now, by the way, I've asked maybe 10 people. Not one of them has taken me up on it. I had one guy interested, but it didn't work out. But, um, you know, I, I'm just keep on asking Chad, when, when you, when you were talking about off market properties, some people in the audience might not know what you're talking about when you say that. So tell the audience, uh, for people that don't know what an off market property is. Sure. So an off-market property is a property that's not listed on the multiple listing service. Um, so when most, most investors are looking for a deal, um, they scour Zillow. They have a real estate agent look for, um, you know, look for properties on the MLS system for them. Um, and the problem is, is those deals, by the time they get there, all of the margin, not all of the margin, uh, a, a substantial chunk of the margin has been taken out of that deal. And so what we do is we've developed a process where we scrape multiple data points. And we, we've got right now seven members on our team that go into the neighborhoods, boots on the ground, and we take the digital data that we have and combine that with the boots on the ground tactic that we use 
to then develop those possible opportunities into properties that we actually acquire. Um, and we, we serve the homeowner by being able to offer them an extremely fair cash price for their home. We serve our investors by paying them a, a really solid rate of return on their investment. And then we get paid last. Um, so that's a process that we call the three smiley faces. So we make the, the homeowner happy or the property owner happy. We make our investors happy. And then we get served third. So the rule in our office is if we can't get three smiley faces, we don't do a deal. Um, but what that's allowed us to do, because we have investors backing all of our acquisitions, um, we're able to acquire a fairly significant number of properties significantly below market value. Um, some of the properties that we acquire are then actually sold two or three times before they ever get to the multiple listing service. A lot of properties have already been sold three or four times before they even reached MLS. Right. Wow. Wow. And by the way, if you guys, if the audience, if you thought they were kidding about the 10 kids, we can get it from the background, which by the way, this is a family show. So that's perfectly fine. I love that. Yes, sir. We, uh, one, one of our partners, um, his, uh, had a nanny issue. So he, he bought, he brought three of his boys into the office today and they are, they are oh my gosh. some video gaming in the room next to us. Not a problem. I understand this. Like I said, this is a, a family show. I know some kids that listen to this show, which I love. Uh, one of them is uh, uh, Jake Costco, who um, he's been a guest on this show because he understands infinite banking so well. And he's uh, he's quite proficient at playing the cash flow game, which I'm sure at your house, have you, uh, if you, have you guys played the cash flow game? I guess I should ask that first. Um, we've created things very similar. Oh, uh, sweet. Yes, but we are... Uh... You know, we, we are firm believers of allowing your passive income to pay for your lifestyle. Um, you know, one of the things that we do at our house is, you know, we don't we don't pay our kids for chores. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we pay them for the books that they read. Um, you know, we, we teach the concept of if you, if you trade time for money, you will always lose. Uh, we, we trade skills for money and we trade knowledge for money, but we never trade time for money. Um, so that's, that's part of those businesses that our kids have started up. Uh, at one point in time, they competed in the uh, Kentucky Lieutenant, Lieutenant Governor's Entrepreneurship Challenge. And they created a digital business where they were selling an online subscription service to other teenagers to teach them how to be entrepreneurs because none of the local school systems were teaching that. And uh, they did extremely well. And actually there was a a VC group that, uh, that didn't want any portion of their company, but wrote them a check to to do some professional videography. And it was a, it was a really cool story. That is very cool. I love that. We we should have an episode just talking about how you parent ten kids and and teaching the entrepreneurs. I I love I that. I would definitely need to bring my wife in on that. Uh, <laughs> even, though, even though she is a a, a you know a homeschooling work from home mom, uh, she has also started numerous businesses herself uh, and, and has done has done very well with those. You're a very entrepreneurial family. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I mean, uh, I, uh, I study entrepreneurship all the time. And um, one of my favorite resources is Dan Sullivan with Strategic Coach. Uh, and I did... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I, I love him. I'm, I'm almost done with Who Not How as we speak. Okay. I, I, you know, and here, here's, you know, what's funny is um, 
I finished uh, Who Not How, um, and and Nick is listening to it right now on Audible, probably probably on an airplane right now. And I'll tell you what, that's I love that book. I love the chapter discussions at the end. And, um, you know, one of the things that he said and and the way that they said it in the chapter discussion was actually better than the little book. Sorry, Dan, better than the book that Dan did on it a a few years ago, but it's always be the buyer. Right. And he, he has that concept. And, you know, what I love about entrepreneurs is in Every day I get to speak to people that are doing different things and different businesses. And yesterday, you know, they don't have you guys beat, but they got seven kids, uh, this family in Iowa, and they do uh, right away clearing. And they do it all over the country, and their business is just blowing up. And what they're paying the banks is just pretty amazing. And we're about ready to take all that over. And that local bank there in their town in Iowa is going to be disappointed when they start getting all that interest. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's, you know, what are some of the things that you guys have seen that makes people, you know, when I talk to people about if I, if I'm showing them infinite banking and I talk about real estate investing and they say, well, I don't want to paint walls and replace carpet and collect checks and, and everything else. And, you know, some people love to do that, by the way, I've got people that are doctors that want to be, um, Joanna Gaines, right? I mean, but um, <laughs> they've done well for the industry. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, and my my wife and my girls they love to watch that show. But some people don't want to do that, and some people don't know how to take the next steps, or don't know how to evaluate a deal, and you know, sometimes don't know who to trust if they if they were going to go in on a deal. So you guys do some passive opportunities. So talk to me just about how you got started in that. And, you know, I'm sure you guys, if you wanted to, could sell our finance and do other things to where you didn't bring on passive advisors. So our passive investors. So talk to me a little bit about that. Sure. So we, we have three major types of investor. Uh, we have our traditional, uh, flipping investors. Uh, that's with a G, not, not just apostrophe at the end of the end. Uh, and, and those are those are your Chip and Joanna Gaines folks. Uh, those are the ones who they want to put sweat equity into a property. They want to go in and pick the countertops and the cabinets and the colors and, and they want to make a return on their money from their sweat equity. Um, we also have another type of investor um, who is a buy and hold. Uh, They're more of the Warren Buffett, buy something, never sell it, uh, always keep all of your assets. And those are the ones who then become landlords. Uh, So they can take on as as much or as little of that that landlording responsibility as they want. Um, But the ones that we're really seeing grow, and and we've actually, we've got a few um, uh, IBC uh, subscribers, uh, Infinite Banking Concept subscribers who are using some of those funds in our column three, which is our passive money investor. Uh, And those are investors who we've agreed upon to, um, they are financing uh, some of our deals for us uh, through their accounts. And we are paying them a guaranteed rate of return. And we de-risk that investment by actually assigning them as the mortgage holder to the property. So worst case scenario, if our entire team gets wiped out in a bus crash, 
uh, they own a piece of property at roughly 40 to 60% of market rate, then they would be able to sell that themselves and reap all of the rewards. Um, so it is completely passive uh, with a you know, guaranteed rate of return on the investment that is de-risked with an actual piece of real estate. Wow, that's cool. Promissory note and mortgage note. Yeah. I love that. That's very cool. I, um, you know, that's that's very intriguing. I, um, I'm going to give you a call and find out more about that. Um, <laughs> so, because, you know, I'm always looking for for deals. And as I build my infinite banking system, my inflows are becoming, um, you know, I don't want to, it seems funny to say my inflows are becoming hard to handle in my, you know, they <laughs> everything back on my contract, but, but no, it's, you know, it's a good problem uh, to have. <laughs> it, it is a good problem to have it, but it's still a problem that you got to figure out. Right. So, uh, but it's a, it's, it's definitely a blessing, but, um, you know, I love what you guys are doing. How, how would people get in touch with you to find out more? How do you guys, like, how do you operate that way? Sure. Uh, so Jim, because what we do is, is so lucrative, uh, we, we are by referral only. Um, we, we vet every investor that we work with, uh, and we, we do not accept everybody. Um, we, we turned down quite a bit of money in the past 10 days. Um, we, we have to be aligned in, in our, in our desired outcomes. Um, and because we are by referral only, um, you know, we, we don't do websites. We don't do, uh, email blasts. Um, I, I have my personal cell phone number, which is 502-303-6699. Um, I have my personal email address, which is dchadclark at gmail.com. Um, and everything that we do is relationship-based. Um, Gavin's cell phone number? Uh, my, ph- my phone number is 502-415-4289. And, uh, and if investors are new to the game uh, and they want you know, uh, some of our time for a consultation, we would, we would love to speak with anyone in the audience. Um, and then from there, you know, help them decide what their next step should be. Um, you know, we, we are not the right fit for everybody and, and not every investor is the right fit for us. But what we do see is, you know, based upon current regulations and things that are happening in the market, in the next 12 to 18 months, there is going to be a huge, huge opportunity for off-market acquisitions. Especially in multifamily? Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when that comes, uh, we want to have our investors queued up and ready to go uh, because there will be a significant amount of money to be made very soon. So, you know, I, I, that, that was where I wanted to pivot, guys, is, you know, th- after every valley, there's a, there's a mountain, right? And so um, there's going to be huge opportunity on the other side of this very quickly, because there are people out there, even in business, that are just going to be like, I just don't want to do it anymore. Or they've done it long enough, they've got enough money. And um, we have to be ready to take advantage of those opportunities. If you think about back to 2008-2009, I, you know, I just got to tell you, we bought as much as we could from 2000 till 2011, when kind of the prices started the kind of um, get silly, but are back to normal, really, but they were silly from where they were. 
But we, you know, everybody was so panicked. And if you had your money in Wall Street, I understand why. But, you know, everybody was so panicked. And then it was like, well, wait a minute. Cash is king when there's, you know, financial emergencies out there. And, um, and, and we really made a lot of progress in those few years. And I think that that's going to happen again. Kind of give me your guys, you know, a little bit more on that. Yeah. So, so Jim, I was working for a gentleman back in 07, 08 and 09. Um, he, he owned, um, a particular type of business here in town, but his real business was real estate. And we took his company from seven locations to 28 locations in that time period because the land was on sale. Yeah. What, what happens is, you know, those who have the cash at that point in time can take advantage of that. And I do believe that there's going to be a shift in wealth for those who are, who are ready to go. So what we, what we see or what we're assuming that is going to happen um, all of the deferred notes, all of the deferred mortgage payments, all of those things, well, eventually they come due. Not all of the people who are going to refinance are going to get qualified and they're going to find themselves in a bit of a predicament. And what that usually looks like is they can take something for the home and walk away with a check and walk away without a bankruptcy or a foreclosure on their credit report. And we, we find that we are able to serve those folks better than anyone else, because if they wait, if they let it go all the way into foreclosure, that homeowner walks away with nothing. And we ran into a particular situation where we met a lady two weeks too late. Mm. Um, She, she purchased a home and lived there for 16 or 17 years. She had the balance paid all the way down to $21,000, Jim. Oh my gosh. Lost her job situation went really bad. Now, some of that's personal responsibility on her, some of that's situational. And Jim, the bank foreclosed on her property and she walked away with absolutely nothing. The bank auctioned her property off and got $125,000 for it. Oh my gosh. Would you like to know how much of that 125,000 they gave the former homeowner? I already know, but go ahead. (laughs) Zero dollars. Yeah. Had I met her three weeks earlier, she would have walked away with a check in her hand for $100,000 in a change trajectory in her life. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's, those that, stories of that timing are, 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 are sad. And, you know, um, it's, uh, we can't help, you know, we can't win them all, right? Um, and and yeah. timing there just obviously was bad. But the bank is not your friend, even though they want to act like they're your friend in that situation. And, and you're right, the homeowner is going to come away way better off if, and, and that's what you guys are out there. Even though there's this huge opportunity, it's really an opportunity to serve people that are in a bad situation and not make it worse. Correct. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, I think that there's, um, there's real integrity in that and there's real uh, uh, spirit of serving. One of my favorite books is the go giver. Everybody that I talk to that hasn't read that book, I, I strongly encourage them to read it because that's how we kind of operate everything in, in our world is how do we serve other people and how do we give without expecting anything in return. And I love that you guys are doing that. What are some books, since I just brought up books, what are one or two books outside of the Bible that you'd recommend everybody read? 
And by the way, that's the that's the number one book I I, I recommend you read. <laughs> yeah, there's there's more wisdom and application there for uh, for both sides of eternity in that in that book. Um, so for me, um, the Go Giver is is in the top three. Yeah. Uh, some some other books that I found extremely helpful. Uh, Never split the difference. Yeah, which I love is a book yep. on negotiation by Chris Voss. Yep. Uh, and then the third one uh, is Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Yeah, uh, it is a it is a book on creation uh, and and how to take something from nothing to something and all the value that you can create in there. And um, if you kind of triangulate those three books, um, you will see our business model. <laughs> I love that. And then for Gavin, yeah one uh, one book that I actually just finished reading, which is a classic is a rich, rich dad, poor dad. Love it. Hey, you know, Gavin, um, a book that I would encourage you to read if you like Kiyosaki, which I do. And it's somebody that's 19 years old would probably never think to read this book because of the title. And I, I don't think it's a good title. Uh, again, sorry, Robert, uh, but, um, is second chance. And that's the way I would rank his books, rich dad, poor dad, then second chance. And um, I think a lot of young people don't read that book because they're, they're like, I don't need a second chance. I'm on my first chance. Right. <laughs> but um, one of the things that you, you guys mentioned um, uh, Chris Voss, what I love about what Chris, I mean, this is, there's a lot of things in, in never split the difference that um, is, it's just great wisdom. But I, when you think about like, this um, COVID situation. He says, you don't rise to the occasion, you fall back to your preparation. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll tell you what, for everybody out there, that's really good advice to remember. You don't rise to the occasion, you fall back to the l level of your preparation. And, and uh, I, I think that's really important for us to think about because you got to be prepared for this opportunity to come. Um, Guys, one more time, just give out your, your phone numbers again, just uh, in case people missed it. You guys did a great job the first time, but let's just give those numbers one more time. Yeah, so my name is Gavin Clark. Uh, my phone number is 502-415-4289. You can text me or call me anytime. Chad, the Chad Clark, 502-303-6699. DChadClark at gmail.com. Awesome. And you know, what I also love about what Gavin said in his introduction, if anybody's sitting out there and thinking, Hey, I'm too young to do this or, or for that matter, I'm too old. You know, Gavin's done, he's made a lot of progress in one year from changing directions and what he was doing. And um, I know uh, just uh, from uh, Nick Costco that Gavin's met, made six figures in, in doing that in his first few deals and so I want everybody out there to be encouraged by that, that you're not too young and you're not too old. Financial independence is not the same plan as saving for 20, 30, 40 years, leaving your money in an account, not touching it, not benefiting from it. And that's not what we're supposed to do with our money. Motion is a law of God. If air doesn't go in and out of our bodies, we die. If blood doesn't flow through our bodies, we die. And if water doesn't flow, it becomes stagnant. And if money doesn't flow, it dies. So we Absolutely. got to get our money in motion. 
So, um, guys, thank you so much for your time. Um, I, you know, I, I love giving opportunity to this audience because we have a lot of people out there that they write to me, send me emails or call me and tell me, Hey, I did this deal and I did this and man, it's worked out so well. And, um, we want to keep on bringing this kind of content from high quality people like you guys. And I really appreciate your time today. Thanks, Jim. And uh, thanks for giving us an opportunity to serve. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Audience, until next time, there's only one place the herd goes, and it's not good. you got to break away. Want to become your own banker and build wealth on your own terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com to learn more and schedule a complimentary consultation.